I had a friend of mine tell me once that there wasn't anything missing in my life, even if I didn't have a man. And that was really profound for me because I felt like there should be something missing because I didn't have a man in my life. Because that's what society says. And I know that biblically we're made to not be alone. And I wonder though, does that mean single? I've just been learning so much and this whole journey has been enlightening and painful at times, more times than not. Um, but I keep being giving, given opportunities to see how far I've actually come. And for that, I'm extremely grateful. And I'm extremely grateful for the journey, um, for the people that sent me on the journey and have been there to support me along the journey. But there's still things that I learn every single day. And I tell you that just to, to tell you this. I, I share with you as I go. And sometimes I learn more or learn a new perspective that changes that for me as well. So, you know, I, I, I struggle in relationships and I think that there are a lot of us out there that do. And a lot of us that maybe silently struggle in relationships or with relationships. I'm grateful and I'm blessed because I have the opportunity to actually really be picky and choose and not settle. And there's some hardness in that, some a lot of difficulty in that because... You know, when I was younger, if I would have settled down and I guess I can't say settled down because I did try to, you know, build a family and get married and have babies and all the good stuff at, you know, at 19. But if I would have just settled for the person I thought I loved when I was young, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I know many people are in long-term marriages and they're able to make those work and kudos because I don't think that I was given that same opportunity as far as ever being able to realize what a healthy relationship looks like or ever being able to know what one would feel like. And I'm finding more and more that there's just so much dysfunction in my life that relationships are extremely difficult because I wasn't taught good relational habits. I wasn't taught what good relationships should be like or feel like. So, so much of my energy today goes to making sure that I have a healthy relationship with my son and I build a relationship with God that's unwavering and built on, on his firm foundation and I don't have much energy or room in my life to give to another relationship. 
while I am working on my familiar, familial, say that 10 times fast, relationships, I still, I still recognize that my family is my immediate family in my home, which is me and my son. And my extended family is where I'm working on. And that's, you know, where, where your parents or siblings or, or cousins and nieces and nephews and everything come in. So I am working on my extended family relationships, which has been kind of beautiful um, because we both have a new level of understanding and respect for each other on both sides is what I mean by that. And it's been so helpful because I'm allowed that room to grow and change and just continually come to grips and come to terms with these things that God is showing me where he's like, he reveals to me and he's like, Hey, you know, this, this is an area you need to work on. And I think it's kind of funny how, how God does that. And the way you feel when God does that is just incredible because for me, I'll be reading the Bible and a verse will just jump off the page at me. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I do that. I need to not do that. Um, And last night when I was reading my son's kid's Bible to him at bedtime, there was a story about Jacob and Rebecca that just stood out to me. And I was like, oh, God is calling me out and I feel it. And you just feel it. You just feel a connection to the verse or connection to the story. And that's how you know it's the Holy Spirit speaking to you through that. But what I've been finding is that, you know, through this journey, there's been so much growth and just a vast amount of knowledge and wisdom that's been flooded into my brain. And the lessons that I've learned, I have to heed to those lessons. I can't just pretend like they never happened or pretend like I don't know what I know now because if any of you have ever been subject to narcissistic abuse or any type of abuse with somebody with a mental disorder it's incredibly difficult to grab your footing again and for me it's incredibly difficult to trust again so if I see any sign that there's a similarity in in the behavior patterns, I immediately just go on like maybe like a defense mode or like I'd like to maybe think that sometimes I'm a detective even though I'm really not and I have friends who are much better detectives than I am. <laughs> but I I see the behavior, I see the sign and I cannot ignore it. I cannot just turn the other cheek because I know now. And I and my brain is filled with the knowledge and throughout this journey I tell you I tell you that too, to tell you this. Hey, sh- sh- sorry my dogs are fighting. That I recently tried to date somebody again and there was a comment that kept being made that was there's no room in your life for me. And I haven't known this person for very long, but that kept standing out to me and it kind of would make like my skin crawl because I'm like, what do you mean there's no room in my life for you? Like, did you think I was just sitting here 
waiting for a man like that I was just going, oh, I'm going to sit here and twiddle my thumbs and, you know, just go day by day. And hopefully someday a man shows up to fill the void in my life. And that's that's the impression I was getting from that. And, you know, there wasn't room because there's no void. But when the right person comes along, they'll fill a void you didn't know you had. And that's that's the revelation that I've been dealing with is that I didn't know I had a void. Or I guess maybe I should reword that and say, I don't know what my void is. Um, and I don't have to know. That's for God to know and him to fill. But other people where they would typically see the void is, you know, they need a man to take care of them or there needs to be a man to support them or do things for them or hold them up, you know, and... I've been on my own so long that I don't I don't need to do that. But I also so hard. It's so hard because I never want to encourage anyone to, you know, end a relationship or or just stay permanently single or anything like that. That's not my intention, but what I'm trying to say is if you're single, and you're feeling a way a certain way about it. Fill your life. Fill your life with the positive things. And then you won't feel like there's a void. And so that's, you know, where I am. I don't feel like there's a void in my life even though I'm single. I'm a standalone woman. I learned that with, you know, my favorite counselor, um, he ended up moving away, which was kind of hard because I really relied on him a lot. And he changed my life incredibly, just like beyond what I could ever even fathom. Um, found new strength in me that I didn't know that I had. But I did learn that from him. I learned that it's okay to be a standalone woman and to know who you are outside of a relationship and who you are without a man by your side and without the idea of having a man by your side. And I can hear his voice in my head today just going, you're not single, you're standalone. You stand alone on your own two feet and that is okay. So I guess what the point of all this is and this, this revelation that's coming to me in the way that my brain is trying to sort all this out is just that there's no void. It's okay to just be, and it's okay to not settle and be picky. I'm still working on that. You know, I have I have to be picky. I have a lot going. I have a lot going on, and there isn't room in my life to be, I don't want to say lenient, but to be, to not be picky. Like there, there's just not room for it. I like, I don't have the time for it. I don't have the time to not be picky. I know it sounds so bad. Like I, I realize, I really do realize it does. And it kind of sounds arrogant or maybe condescending, but that's not, that's not my intention. My intention is purely to say it's okay to stand alone. 
it's okay to not rely on somebody else to fulfill your happiness and to fill voids in your life. God is the only one that can fill those voids. And the voids that we don't know are there, he'll fill without us even recognizing what they are. So I just encourage you today to just know who you are outside of a relationship. Know who you are outside of having a partner because your identity doesn't rest in them. Your identity doesn't rest in your family. Your identity rests in you and your identity rests in God. And if you're feeling a void, if you're feeling like there is a void there, fill it with God and you'll have all your answers. But just know who you are outside of a relationship and be okay outside of a relationship. You know, I always heard that saying, um, now I forgot it because I'm Polish, but be okay with yourself, be okay being alone, and then you'll be okay in a relationship, something to that extent. And you can't love anyone until you love yourself. You know, I've heard those things time and time again, but I don't think... I don't think they really articulate the truth behind what they're trying to say is that know who you are. Know what you want. This is where I'm stuck and what I'm working on because I'm just like, I love everybody. I can find the good in anybody. I can literally find the good in anybody. I mean, you show me a turd and I will find (laughs) the good in it. That's... That's just who I've always been. And I've had to come to terms with that too and just go, you know, I can't polish every turd. (laughs) So know what you want, know who you are, and then you'll have have everything you need. God will give it to you, but you have to get to those points first of knowing who you are and what you want. And that doesn't leave room for voids in your life. So you're not going to have that void filled with any Tom, Dick, or Harry who thinks that just because that they're a man that you need them because you don't need just a male. You need a good man, a man of God, a man that accepts, respects all of the good and fruitful things of God, but you don't just need a male in your life. So... There's my rant for the day. (laughs) Add that to rant number 2,561. (laughs) But I hope you all have a good day and stay tuned because there will be more friendly jade rants that come around. Take care.